Hey guys, Michael Malice here. Be sure to check out my weekly podcast, You're Welcome with Michael Malice, now on Podcast One. You might know me from my terrible Twitter, my horrible books, or the nonsense I spout on podcasts like Rogan and Glenn Beck. It's all there. Are you black-pilled or white-pilled for the future of the UK? What is a man? <laughs> what is a man? What is a man? No, what I, is the, I, are you white-pilled I, or black-pilled? No, seriousness, girl. No, 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 I love the Jesse Lee piece of question. <laughs> the fact that you discovered that gives me hope for some of the things that I've still got well, that are missing. Well, if you need James G. Blaine's autograph, you are welcome to it. Of course, being the co-author of How to Have Impossible Conversations makes you the perfect guest for this train wreck of a show. Uh, I, <laughs> new episodes are available every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and wherever you get your podcasts. You are welcome. This is Corolla Digital. A master carpenter who's here to help you out. If you can't fix it, then let me show you how. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on the show. We've got a man. Hey, yo. Get it on. New Year. Welcome to 2023. That's right. God. 23. Yesterday, I was in the line at, uh, at the Best Buy with mm-hmm. the organizational materials, right? I got myself a big calendar. Mm-hmm. I got myself a daily planner. Nice. A bunch of pens. And yeah. then I says to the guy behind me, I said, I give myself two weeks until I got my stick up on the refrigerator saying, fine planner. <laughs> yeah i don't know uh i have hope though organizational hope yeah i'm so bad at this i am too i don't know what to do i tried the digital world i try this i try that i get the list they i lose them i'm just a mess so what do i do i got the i got the daily planner and the only one i could find that i liked has like gentle flowers on it it looks like a late like a 90 year old grandmother's quilting manual (laughs) you are reminding me of a very old story which is when i used to order my checkbook yeah gary you can probably look something up online is gary in there wait don't tell me you got the ones for the blind people no i got those i'll tell you after you tell me go ahead 1980s um home savings yeah what bank do you remember Home savings and loan, I guess, was the one on Ventura and Laurel Canyon. Yeah. That was the big, big one. And yeah. that, that was my bank. Now, yeah. I didn't have a credit card. Yeah. So it was all cash and checks. Yeah. Cash, checks, everything yeah. was a check or cash yeah. for me. Um, I was having to buy materials and stuff. I was bouncing checks, you know, left and right. Sure. And my first credit card was uh, from the Bank of Hoven. It was a secured credit card. Yeah. Like you give them five hundred bucks, they yeah. give you three hundred bucks worth of credit. Right. You know, went, which is gone in one one swipe. I went and bought a mountain bike, two hundred eighty nine dollars, and maxed out the card. Yeah, <laughs> never wrote it. Yeah, so I, but I had checked. Yeah, you know, and and home savings and loan <clears throat> would send you. <clears throat> you can, <clears throat> sorry, I got a frog in my throat. You can get. 
just a standard kind of weird light blue gray yeah. check. But toward the bottom of this little brochure they'd send you when you buy a, a brick of check, yeah. they had clowns and kittens. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That, big, I remember, yeah. yeah. Fluffy things, you know. And <laughs> Balloons. Stuff. Shit would be yeah. pink yeah. and powder blue. Yeah. And I just said, yeah, put me down for those. Yeah. Just because I'm, what the fuck? Yeah, right. I, I don't care. I yeah. always had a sense of humor. That's right. Last time I got my driver's license renewed, I just checked the X box in the middle for non-gender. <laughs> like, if you give me an option, yeah. I will take the funniest option <laughs> That's I right. can take. Right. So I got the one, and Gary will find it. I mean, there's pictures of puppies on pink, pink little checks. Yeah. I, it's what you would get your... 12-year-old girl for that's her right. first checking account, right? <laughs> that's right. So that's what I got. I, I, I had yeah. f- 500 of those yeah, checks. Yeah. But the next thing you know, I'm in Sun Valley at the Anawalt Lumber. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm buying 25 sheets of CDX. And yeah. I'm getting the checkbook out. And I'm sliding the My Little Pony check across <laughs> yeah. the thing. And the dudes were just the dudes who used to work at those places. Right. They were like smoking yeah. and taking a nip off a flask. Yeah. These were Vietnam vets. Yeah. These weren't young chicks working at Home no, Depot. They would appreciate this, this, it. This no. was a different group yeah. back in the day. You'd right. go to Terry Lumber, you'd go to Anawalt Lumber, yeah. you'd go to Forest Ply, whatever. Yeah. These were hardened, grizzled. These were dudes who hurt their back on the job side, yeah. had a little problem with painkillers, yeah. and moved indoors. And wore that those suspenders and the Weird wide belt. Back support right? yeah, thing. Exactly. <laughs> had that had that smoker's mustache yeah. where you could see like the nicotine yeah. stain in the middle of it. Oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. And the guys guys were named Russ. Yeah. Dudes named Russ. That's right. And I'd slide that my little pony yeah. check across yeah. with the hearts and the puppies on it. Yeah. And those fucking guys would always just stare <laughs> at it. And then they'd look back at me. And they'd look back down at the check. Because they thought I took my daughter's That's right. checkbook. Yeah, embezzling from her account. I was just fucking around. <laughs> And you know, if you went to the supermarket, it was you know, no, yeah. it was a judgment free like, zone. Oh, yeah, not at the no. Terry Lumber in North no. Hollywood. No, and I always felt like I had to impress those guys because they were the they were the gatekeepers to materials, right? That's right. And so you never wanted to go in and show that you didn't know anything, right? And they always had the big ticket items in the case in yeah. the front, like right. that's where the big time router bits were right and the hole saws yeah. with the diamond blades on it and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah, and you yeah. just sort of look at that yeah. and and then behind them was a a a fantasy wish list of tools you couldn't afford yeah oh they they had the porter cable planer oh, back yeah. there they had right. the de-handled whole hog milwaukee oh. you just stare and at you couldn't boxes. ask him to go back there and oh, look at it. what's that What's that Bosch jigsaw? What and the guy that, be like, what, bucks? You, what do you want, a three quarter? You have five eights. Yeah. And you'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, all those guys named Russ are now dying of emphysema in some hospital somewhere because they're probably oh, yeah. in their 90s. No, they're, right? all, they're all gone. Yeah. Gary, did you find any images? I had these safe, they're called safety handicap checks that I ordered because they were big with Braille lines embossed really? on the check. Ed McMahon size? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> so I would give the huge, you know, I, and I would never have cash. So I'd write a check for like a dollar seven for a donut and slide <laughs> that big check to people. So it was so analog. Yeah. Uh, they'd have the guys who bounced the checks. Yeah. They'd have the checks taped to the cash register yeah. with a Warn, picture yeah. of the dude. Don't like, take anything from him. See this dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Gary, do those exist? Any images? I, does anybody even use checks anymore? No. I don't. I. I. Oh, man. No. This whole thing where you just scan your phone. Now I do my. You know what pal- the new scam is? The palm at. I do my palm at Whole Foods. You know about this one? No. You, put, you hold your palm over this device and it reads the lines in your hand. Whoa. And it all links to everything and that's how you pay. Wow. Right? Man, we are there. I guess. You know, so, what, the, you know what the new scam is? Oh, Gary's got a picture of. One of the pastel check series. I'm just basically, this is like oh, a yeah. oh, yeah, look, there's a, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, there's a, there's a lovely lady <laughs> unicorn. Look at her lovely lady lumps. Blowing locks. Is that uh, like 80s, 90s? Is that, my, is that My Little Pony? What the hell is that, that thing? I mean, like I said, this is just a sample. It's like, a unicorn. from the actual bank you were talking about is pretty tough. I can get yeah. you a picture of that bank, but I'm not finding any checkbooks. God, is that this is it. it yeah. This is what I would have. Yeah. And then you'd slide that $483 for five sheets of fucking whatever. And then the guy'd just be like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Like, What's wrong with you, home? son? What are you, some kind of home? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the other, yeah. uh, you, know, you, know the new, you know the new scam. What? The new scam is um, <laughs> if I go out and do stand-up, just yeah. like locally. You know, right. they'll put up these local shows that yeah. come down. And they always pay you. 200 bucks. Yeah, the max is like 500. The low end's 150 bucks yeah. or whatever. I don't do it for the money, but it's just local workout, sure. do 15 minutes. Yeah. And, and the, it'll be like, oh, it's Sarah Silverman and Dane Cook. So, oh, I can uh, go talk to them right. know, in the green room or whatever. It's right. just kind of a hang. Um, the young guys that put them on. Yeah. Now you do it. Because hopefully you get paid in cash and you just get some cash. Right. Because you, you, you need it for the valet sure. and tipping or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And you never have cash anymore. But right. the scam is um, the young guys who put on, I think they look at anybody, any of the old guys like me, and they go, I, you know, at the end when it's time to settle up, they owe you 300 bucks. Yeah. I go, you got Venmo? And then I go, no. <laughs> and they go, oh. Yeah. Well, that's that's how I'm paying everybody. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, and they're like, yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> that's that. I think it's a scam. Yeah. I, I really yeah. do. They fucking know I don't have Venmo. Yeah, they know. I, do you have you used any of the current? No. It's really crazy. I had a couple of jobs where they wanted to pay me that way, and I was like. It just seems like it doesn't seem like money. It you just, want to be paid in pelts. Pelts. In I want ingots. pelts. I want no scalps. Scalps. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. We have uh, vid questions, Gary. Yes, we do. <clears throat> let's uh, let's start with our first one here. It comes from John Bennett, and it is a cabinet door question. Oh, oh hot cabinet hot door. Ace man and Stromer, get it on. All right, I got this cabinet door, and. It's just, I mean, I'm guessing it's warped. I've tried to do everything I can, adjusting the hinges and adjusting the screws to see if I can flatten this out a little bit. I don't know if you can tell here by looking at it how warped it is. 
Uh, I'm wondering what's the best way to go about tackling this. Should I just, I've tried to contact the cabinet maker to see about getting a new one. And of course they've not gotten back to me. Um, you know, and I've tried to put some latches on the back side over here to try and see if I can get it to attach. I put magnets, it still is pulling. Is there any way that I can warp this wood to make it straight? Thanks. He's got, he's got to put a touch latch clasp on the top because that's where the contact point is on the warp. Mm-hmm. He put it on the bottom, which is almost a half inch away from the frame. Well, right? he's trying to make it up by pushing the bottom in because that's where the gap is. Yeah, but if he put the latch on the top, it would cl- it would hold, right? It would hold, but it wouldn't take care of the big no, air gap. No, it would not do anything. So the, the, the cabinet door has to be replaced unless he wants to try to, what, put a bunch of weight on a piece, two pieces of sandwich plywood and steam it? And hold it there for a couple of years. It's not going to do it. It ain't going to happen. I don't. I don't have a lot of experience with this. Um, when you want to straighten something out, sometimes you can put a spine on it, but you can't put a spine on it because it'll bang against the shelves, yeah. which come all the way up, right? So yeah. you could take a piece of right angle channel, U channel, right angle aluminum or, or steel or stainless or something, and suck it. Suck it up, but that's not really going to work. You could also mount the upper hinge a half an inch out of the frame to to make it close flat and play into the warping. Yeah, all which right. is lame. Yeah, I was so un. Uh, you know, I think you should. I would. I would just blow the door and go order a new one. Make it a flat panel. Take it into a cabinet door shop. Just order a new one. They used to have places, and I'm sure they still do, because I used to build a lot of cabinets this way. I would say three-quarters of the cabinets I built, I just built my own doors. Yeah. But on the nicer ones, you would order the doors. Right. And you'd go to wherever the fuck in Gardena, and they had a catalog, and you'd go, you want walnut, you want maple, you want paint grade. That's it. You want MDF centers with the rail, the thing. And And you could match that style, probably, pretty close. It wouldn't come finished probably. sometimes they do they do yeah now, they huh? do now and and you just go to like like sid sagia sells doors those guys not sid charney's nope not shiny shagia <laughs> shiny shagia yeah right so, so you just order what you want and close close and en- close enough to the pattern it might be gone forever it might not and then that's what you do i'm worried a little about the finish but it won't match yeah, I guarantee. But, but you could go online and see if you could find that door. Right. If I was trying to dewarp a door, I would put it on a couple of saw bucks and put a you know twenty pound dumbbell in the middle of it go. and just get it going. And occasionally other... blow steam in it. Yeah, steam you know what it. I mean. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If the steam's going to go because everything's sealed. You no, know, maybe not. Um, I just like the idea. Of... <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> but but see if you could get it going the other direction. Yeah. I don't – I honestly – I don't have a ton of faith in that. I don't know if you let it sit for three nights or six weeks. 40 or, days and 40 nights. Yeah, got to go biblical you on Wander it. the desert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so – And by the way, that's, that is a, a, a glaring advertisement for not buying shitty thin doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They never they never hold up. Yeah. And I wonder if that's over the dishwasher. Why is it getting warped there or by the sink? 
where there's humidity. Yeah, well, the dishwasher will send out those plumes yeah. of steam. Yeah. I if I was gonna do a catch, yeah, I wouldn't do a magnet. I'd do a catch latch. Yeah, yeah, and and I wouldn't mount it on the face frame. I think you might need to put a block in there, do yeah. it, and get it so you push it in and it grabs. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I would do. Yeah. All right, what else you got, Gary? All right. Well, next we're gonna do another video question. And this one just comes from Scotty in Scottsdale, and he says, thanks. It's a bit long, but bear with it. Here we go. Got a good-looking dog. Yeah, that's handsome. Adam Stromer. Hi, guy. Hi, guy. Uh, Scotty from Scottsdale, along with uh, Walter, the lab. Yeah, Walter. Uh, got a question for you. I'm doing this project. Going to do a waterfall edge on this uh, center island uh, countertop. Uh, you use this uh, cut uh, stack stone uh, and uh, some PLA. Uh, versus doing mud, just a smaller space, less mess. Um, that stone matches up with what we got going on here in the uh, pool area wow, on the pillars cool. and then also this uh, fire feature. So uh, I always thought it would be a good idea to tie those two together and use the extra material. Uh, it was a spec house, so we really didn't have a choice on this. We would have preferred to have that uh, quartz uh, countertop do a waterfall edge, but since they didn't, uh, we thought we'd use a, a stacked stone. Um, we've got plenty of clearance by the door to open, uh, remove the shoe molding. Um, got plenty of overhang here um, for the, the, the stone won't protrude beyond the, the countertop. Uh, I've got a wet saw. Um, this material is, is pretty sound. Um, I'll rough it up with some 80 grit before I use the, the Loctite. What's he need us Yeah, for? that's what I was going to say. This guy's got the next it. next couple, just so we don't have any issue with sliding or falling off or anything that was curing and setting up. Um, other than that, I was just curious if you had any thoughts or ideas, any suggestions before I go ahead and tackle this project. Um, if, there's, if I'm missing anything, uh, let me know. Uh, things I should watch out for or any suggestions. Again, prefer to do the, uh, use the Loctite. It's such a small space. Um, it's it's supposedly holds the the weight uh, without a problem and just less mess with, uh, with the hole doing the mud and, and, right. and so forth. I got and, it. But uh, and these are all uh, uh, tight fit uh, uh, sections here. So let me know if there's anything uh, else I should think about. Thanks, guys. Take care. Should think about getting in the tile business. That's is what right. you should think about. Is that's exactly it. All right, I have some thoughts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, start at the bottom. So he's got an island, and he wants to finish off the yeah. one side of it with this stack stone, I don't know, inch and a quarter by six inches or right. something. It's a, it's a common look, a little uneven, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, obviously, he's going to pop the base shoe off at the bottom where it hits the floor. Yeah. Um, I would start on the bottom. Start on now, the bottom. Now, wait, was there, was there a toe kick? I couldn't no, tell. Was no. it flush, flat, flat all the way down? Flat all okay, the way down. Gotcha. Start at the bottom. Yeah. Because at some point, depending on the math, you're going to have to do a cut. Yeah. And sometimes the cut, if if you're lucky, you finish with a whole piece and right. there's a little 316 gap at the top and you it's a shadow line because, yeah. because the counter hangs over the top. Sure. But you might be unlucky and have a three, you have a, Three eighths sliver, you know, you may you may fall short. You may yeah. have to cut that top, and yeah. it may be thin. Yeah, you want that hidden under the countertop. That's right. So start at the bottom yeah. where you're going to really see it. Also, gravity's on your side. And I would too. throw. I would do. I would measure the distance from the floor to the underside of the cabinet, and then lay the tile out on the floor first to actually see what you're going to have. Yes, 
that you got your layout plan that way. And then also I would put spacers on the floor and put the tile on the spacer so you have a grout joint from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Because you want to have because that floor is not going to be a hundred percent level, and you mm-hmm. want your line to be a hundred percent level, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do that. Sometimes I'll put a batten across where I know my course is going to be whole. The ledger. Leave out, yeah. Leave out the bottom that's going to fit perfectly, and start from the the ledger and go up, and then ah. insert that last tile at the end so that it's level and your line's true because the floor definitely won't be. Right. So what you do is you go, these things are laying out yep. they're six inches wide. Right. And I'm going to have a like a sixteenth or a, a, an eighth of a grout joint. Right. So I'm going to take a piece of one by three yep. and I'm going to put a level Correct. on it and I'm yep. going to screw it on there you go. six and a three sixteenths above exactly. and start stacking it From on that. the ledger. And that's dead, dead nuts level, we know. And right. then at the end, you put in your bottom piece. When it's dry, yeah. we'll slide in the bottom and we'll move the and ledger. And then you can tape the bottom to the top row that you've already yeah. that's set up. Yeah. That's how you make sure it's level, 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 because I'm not sure about the floor. Yeah, I agree. Look, everyone, before you do something like this, lay it all out on yeah. the – lay it out on top of the island yeah. and throw tape on there it. There you go. And Just so you know what you, where you're going to end and up. And that's a good idea to do it on the island because you know you have a right angle right, right. on the corner. So you're, right. you're square and level from that point. Right. Right. Um, he said he was going to take some 80 grit and scuff up the material. I might mar it. I might take an awl and make a bunch of Zs yeah. in it. And I, and by the way, uh, are you sure he doesn't want to just use tile mastic? That's you, that, that's I, the other I, thing. I, I, I was going to say, I yeah. don't like the ropes of I, the I construction adhesive. No, he should comb tile I mastic. I should comb it. Yeah. I, I, I was initially thinking, well, if you – if you already bought five tubes of Loctite construction right. adhesive, then goo it on and comb it out. Yeah. Get one of those, um, you know, notch, yeah. V-notch, yeah. whatever, throwaway ones, yeah. tin ones, you know, and just try. I And you don't have to do a full – I mean, it's not going to hurt to do a full coverage, but – just spread that shit around with the V, and it'll set on there. Right. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Hmm. Name two songs with the word tin. Let's see. There was one tin soldier. Ah, that's right. Yeah. And there's Oscar did nothing to the the tin tin man. man. That's all I could think of when it came into my head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Go ahead. Tropic of Sir Galahad, whatever the hell that meant. And David Bowie had a band called Tin Machine oh. at a certain point in his right. career, See? I do believe. Okay. So right. I've Good covered work. your there you go. tin. That's one more than I could think of, friend. Um, so, uh, yeah, throw away notch trowel, yep. eight notch, eighth inch, yep. whatever, yep. small. And um, then he's not grouting, correct? Because that no. stack stone's a nightmare to grout. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's grouting. Kenny Chesney as a as a toddler. The Tin Man. What the hell is that? I don't know much about Kenny Chesney. He's got the voice of an angel. I What you don't know is underneath that hat is an exposed brain. He has no top to his skull. 
you know the song, Gary? I've never heard this. Punch no, us in. Okay, that's four. All right, that's all four. right there's four. That's I didn't four. think of this one. All right. Yeah, whatever. All right, so Whatever. Kenny, uh, Kenny not Schmitty. trowel, spread it around, yeah. uh, dry, lay it out dry, yeah. go with Stromer, yeah. put, that, put that ledger on there. Yeah. I don't no, know what, oh, I, one more thing. Make yeah. sure that when you slam the doors, the cabinet doors, there's no flex or movement on the side panel the tile's going on. Right. Because that'll ultimately have them undo the tile. Mm-hmm. So if there were to be flex, you'd probably want to throw couple of sheets of or a little sheet of ply behind inside the cabinet just to firm her up i'm not worried about that or l l brackets i'm not worried about that yeah uh, but i am worried about the edge yeah and how that's gonna finish out. yeah so it'll be exposed he'll probably have to grout he'll have to with, cut he'll, he'll probably it. have to grout the side a little bit well, uh, I, maybe I, not. You probably won't. I, I don't think he's have to grout it, but I, I, he's going to have to cut something. Yeah. He said he had a wet saw. Let me see that again. Yeah, because yeah. I don't. I have not used that material that much, Stromer. Yeah, because it all comes in pre prefabby sheets most of the time. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but are the edges even or no? They're not. Okay, so you're going to have to cut. Well, actually, they are. He's just got them laid out on the cabinet that way. They probably come in twelve by twelve or three by or twelve by three strips. Well, what I'm saying is, is keep in mind the factory edge. Yeah. So you're going to have to think about how well, that lays out. Well, what about out. a piece of trim or Schluter trim on the side? That's I'm saying something. Yeah. But keep that edge. Yeah. Keep that edge in mind. Keep that edge alive. And uh, yeah, and then score it up. And yeah, uh, you could we'll get... you could kind of get a, a color stain that matches the existing cabinet and two two you know little one by three-quarter nah, pieces of trim or something. That, like always, that, that's, that always looks like amateur hour. That, yeah. That, that piece of streamlined molding. Yeah. Schluter trim, I would do. Schluter trim. Yeah. yeah. I right. just like saying Schluter. I know. Yeah. We got a question up there from uh, James. Yeah, James. Uh, also in Phoenix, I think. James, 46. Hey, Ace Man. Thanks for taking the call. <clears throat> question for you. Mm-hmm. I have a, a, a really nice pergola. Uh, uh-huh. That was in my backyard. That the original uh, builder of my home put out. The problem is, is he's got a, he put a kitchen in, uh, and I kind of want to update it, but he didn't put a roof on the pergola. It's just your regular open slat, and I really want to put a roof on top. Now I'm a, a welder by trade. I'm not a a carpenter like yourself, so I'm kind of wondering how I should go about. It. I just want to frame it in and put a roof on top and I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to think of different ways to do it so I figured to give you a call and ask, you know, maybe some for some guidance. I'm guessing there's no pitch on it cuz it's an open there pergola. Isn't. Nope. So it's flat. Um Correct. And you want to make it basically if it's raining, you can sit out there and have a drink and not get wet. Exactly. Okay, and it, and and can you do stand and seam with your welding skills? Stand and seam, did you say? Yeah, do you know that kind of roof, that mod sort of metal roof that you see in Colorado a lot? It's called a stand I'm, and I'm seam. Sure roof. I, I, I have done stuff like that where I put up like horse barns and I put that uh, that uh, was RSV panel or whatever it's right. called. Uh, that that's, so I've, I've done some of that before in the past. Yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's figure this out. Yeah. 
this pergola has what up top? One by, uh, sorry, two by six or eight or, or four by stuff? Yep, it's, it's got like two by six going one direction, and it looks like uh, like maybe two by fours or two by twos. They may have maybe ripped the boards on top, so it's got slats going two different directions. If you attempted to put some kind of pitch on it, like how far does it stick out from the house? Um, it's, it's, well, it's, it's detached from the house. So oh. it's a good, you know, uh, probably 15, 20 feet from the house. It's, it's a standalone all by oh. itself. On. Oh, okay. And what kind of roof do you have on your existing home? I have the one I have on my existing home. It's a flat roof. So it's an Adobe home. Okay. So, so you, you want to emulate, don't, don't you want to emulate that kind well, of, uh, it's got a parapet and a scupper and you never see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh, so, so you could do anything. Basically. You can do anything yeah. you want. Yeah. Um, how wide is the pergola? It's probably, I would say, probably maybe 12, um, you know, 12 wide and, you know, maybe 15 long. It's a little bit longer from yeah, front to okay. back. Yeah, um, okay. Is there a way? I'm, I'm first off, I'm thinking of the pitch yeah. here because it's gotta have some perfectly pl- flat. Yeah. I guess you got to have something. I don't know. It's Phoenix. It's not like there's a snow load. But I mean, you have to have a quarter inch a foot ish, don't you? So it's well. Least... Here's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I, I I could I could live in a world where you took two by sixes and ripped them from one corner to the other in corner an angle. Yeah, and made an angle. <clears throat> yeah, and, and that's what and, I would do. And put them and had them meet in the middle and pitched it out. My question is, what would you be looking at when you looked up from inside the yeah. pergola? You would look at the underside of of uh, um, waterproof plywood, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. That's what, yeah, that's what it would. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's a thought. Yeah. Um, can, I don't. Can, I don't know if you, I would skin it with plywood. But can't you just do the angle? Instead of making it like like a traditional roof, a triangle, can't we just make it high on one side yeah, and zero we can. on the other? I, I, shed was, roof? I was thinking about that. I yeah. mean, it's, it's 12 feet, which is a little bit of a distance for that, but that's fine. I mean, that'll work. You would do, you would what, sister on two by sixes at 15 feet and go from it's zero gonna, it's up to It's going to be six. a weird look from the edge. Yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The or take edge. off the top course and replace it with what we're doing now. I'm I I like the idea of taking um trying to think. I like the idea of taking six foot two by sixes going from high to zero and then meeting them in the middle and creating a six inch lift at the, in the middle of the the top and have it fall to zero on the other side. I'm just worried that you'd look up and you, it might not look, but do you have to do like another little Ridge beam on that? I I think you put them on top of whatever's there. Now it's the other way, the other direction. I I don't even know. I'd have to see a picture, but I I think you could work this one out. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Does that make sense? James? It does. It does. But, I was kind but of I, but, some, some way to put a pitch on it. So I just James doesn't isn't you have an existing 
it appears to be a flat roof just because that's what the roof design is on your house, right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if you want, do you want to introduce though a traditional triangular roof if you're referencing the house and the pergola? The the house you won't all you see is the parapet. Yeah. But don't don't you want to yeah. see a flat roof on the pergola too then? A, a mild pitch. I don't want to have you have a bunch of different design elements in the same region, which yeah. is why maybe the flat doing the same thing but martha stewart over here (laughs) well since i got that design that notebook man wait till you see it it looks awful i look like mrs doubtfire i got i got creative ideas watches in there (laughs) i am wearing a bra right now underneath my shirt i do (laughs) jesus christ i have feelings i have feelings and a shawl (laughs) it's a it's pashmina i know i okay I don't think aesthetically the pitch is is here nor there. I really don't. All right, I, all I, right. I think you could do it flat, yeah, and just go with a metal roof. I was kind of thinking corrugated something, yeah. And and I don't okay. even I don't even know if I would skin it with plywood. If there was enough there, yeah, stuff going this way and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. going that way, you don't need it. I I just get the sheets. Of the corrugated stuff. The they, sheets are not bad, but you got to make sure they're put down with the wa- the waterproof washer. A yeah. lot of people blow mm-hmm. that part off, and then yes. it leaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, you know, that would be the sort of minimalist. Yeah. The the more advanced way to do it would be my p- sort of pitch idea. Yeah. And even the pitch idea, I don't know if you need to skin it with plywood. You might still be able to get away with some with me- sort of corrugated yeah. something yeah, yeah. or metal, whatever. If you do the corrugated metal, though, get the higher the higher gauge because otherwise it sounds like you're, you know, you're in Jamaica and it's like a lean-to vibe. If it does rain, you'll hear like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, all, it gets pretty flimsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's, you know, and like I said, if I was doing the pitch, if it was 12 foot wide, I'd do six inches to zero, which yeah. would be five and a half inches to zero yeah. on a two by six. I would paint it the same Can color. Can you cut, do you whatever. have a, a skill saw? I James? do. Because you got, that's not an easy cut freehand. Yeah. 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 You got to know your, your tool yeah, a little bit at little least. Bit. Yeah. Uh, if you do it right, you'll get two pieces out of one cut right cut the line if you do it wrong okay. you'll kick it back and, and cut your left arm <laughs> off <laughs> yeah just cut the line off just draw a line from one corner to the next the lower corner yeah cut it to length first yeah. and then just cut the line off yeah you have two equal pieces and if you and if you put two two by sixes together and screw them onto your work surface it's easier because then at least your saw will be on part of the other two by six when you're cutting yeah. If you need it. Okay. Yeah, won't. Yeah, and do you is it like a rough sawn finish? Is it stained? Is it painted? What's the finish? It's just uh, like a stained, uh like a like a redwood stain to match the house. Okay. Well, you could make these things out of redwood or yeah. you could stain them as redwood. If it doesn't match though, it'll look awful and we'll notice it and everyone will hate you in the neighborhood. Here I am back to my gentle yeah. shawl guy. And, and, and look into all the varieties of metal roof or yeah. newfangled If you roof can weld, man, I would do a stand and seam roof, man. Those are badass and you never have to replace it. Ever, ever, ever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
See, look into that online. It's called Stand and Seam. You'll see. You'll you'll recognize it when you see it. Yeah, understood. Understood. And if you are going to do this metal roof, and if you're going to do the pitch, and you're going to put it in the middle, you're going to have to put some kind of cap. Yeah. On that, but as far as the edges mm-hmm. go, I just run them a little bit wild, and yeah, that'll be that standing seam. Oh, oh yeah, Gary's yeah. got it potted up for us. Yeah, those are nice, right? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I mean, it, it can't be cheap, but no, you don't. But have... if you're the welder, dude, that's that's everything. You just need the sheet metal. You're done. They weld those. Yeah, I think so. Really? I don't know how they do it. What the hell do I know? I think they, they do. They don't weld those. You can install them yourself if you if you get them pre-cut. Nobody's fucking welding. Well, those somebody's. I, I'm just thinking metal. Metal. This guy's got metal experience. There's no way, Gary. You can read about it. I am. Uh, there's no way they weld those. All right. All right. Fine. They have some sort of cap with a crimp. Yeah. And there's it, somehow it, it's, they it's join a, the panels. It's I don't about know, edging I don't know how. and crimping. Yeah, okay. You think? Have you ever seen a dude up there with a Healy arc on a I roof? Have not. You think you're going to weld a thirty foot? I just heard welding, God and I took metal trailer. into my brain. <laughs> okay. Jesus about. Christ! It's too thin gauge. All right. I'm sorry. It looks have, like it, it looks like they may have situations where sections are welded. Yeah. Well, they're, hey, they're, they're, <laughs> Before they're put up. Not on oh, the before they put it See? up. Yeah. Oh. I never work? did do anything like for the Tin Man. <laughs> it seems like Gary apologizes, Strover. <laughs> I'm sorry, Strover. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> you can weld it on the ground. Yeah. yeah. It seems like they'll do look, sections. Look at me all of a sudden. No, yeah, I, see? Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I, sections. They wouldn't do like a long U-channel with a crimper God, or something. no. What are you, crazy? I'm not saying they don't do that as well. I'm okay. Saying, oh, when you put in, look. What part of it would they weld, though? It's the part where oh, they... Oh, they have one of those electronic zapper yes. welders. No, it's that's all not, coming together. Yeah, that's not a welder. Shh. That's something in the Ford factory they're, that they they're, put fenders shh, together shh, with. Shh, shh, shh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what what is it's that thing that guy's holding right that's yeah, not a fucking i don't know what it. it is that's like a crimper zapper thing where it's like bzz, bzz, yeah bzz. yeah they, you'll see him like when they're doing sheet metal well a, but he might have one of those shop. if he's a metal no, guy he doesn't have one of those james do you have one of those hold on I do not have like, oh, a guitar or anything like that. Those. No, I do not. Nobody has. Oh, God. Nobody I'm back has. to being right. <laughs> See ya. All right. Tonight, I'm going to be at the Helium in yeah. Philadelphia bringing the mirth. Philadelphia man. freedom. Shine a lie. I love you. Alright, go to AdamCurl.com because there's live shows coming up in Palm Beach yeah. and Baltimore. I mean, I'm all over Maryland. this man. Crabs, well. you're going to get some crabs. I don't mean the kind you eat. Oh, thank you. Alright, so, until next time, it's Adam Carolla for Eric Stromer saying mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. This is Corolla Digital.